Hey, I'm Spencer Powell and welcome to Remodeler Stories, where we highlight remodelers. Every remodeler has a unique story and journey and we can all learn from each other. Stay tuned for a mix of inspiration, tactical tips, unique strategies, and some laughter. The remodeling business is tough, but rewarding, and we're all in this together. Let's kick this thing off. Before we get into today's show, let's talk about our show sponsor, Remodeler Growth Community. Remodeler Growth Community is a peer-to-peer networking group exclusively for remodelers. For a low monthly fee, you get access to some of the best minds in the industry, life-changing business strategies, and the ability to connect and learn from people who've walked the path you walk. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. 100% satisfaction guaranteed or your money back, so there's absolutely no risk to you. Go to remodelercommunity.com to enroll today. Today, I sit down with Todd Lake. He is the owner and CEO of Contegrity Homes. Todd started his carpentry journey in 2004 with minimal experience and grew to love the profession. During the first year of business, Contegrity consisted of Todd and his dad doing basement renovations, siding, and other small jobs. The company continued to grow and the positive reputation expanded throughout the community. Together with his wife, Melissa, handling the administration side of the business, the company has developed into a design-build company, pushing the envelope to make people's dreams come true. Todd thoroughly enjoys the self-development process. He enjoys spending time with his family and being outdoors. Now for my conversation with Todd Lake. Hey, Todd, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, Spencer. It's exciting to be here. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited to have you. Why don't we kick things off? Just give us some context. Who are you? What's the company? Where are you located? That sort of thing. So my name's Todd Lake. Our business is called Contegrity Homes. We're a design build specialist in up in Canada and southwest Southwest Saskatchewan area. So it's right in the heart of Canada, right in the middle. So we specialize in designing. My wife is an interior designer and and I work alongside with her and I run the business and manage our crews and, and develop homes for people and Hopefully they, you tip it most times they love it. So it's, that's always good. <laughs> you got to like that at the finish line, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Well, cool. Yeah. Well, I, I'm curious, you know, you said you guys are design build specialists. When did you start the company and, and is that how you started it as design builder? Did it look a little different? No, it looked, it definitely looked different than what it is now. We started out, actually, I started with my dad. It's just me and my dad who started in it. That was in 2012, we started. And so it's 10 years now, just over 10 years. And we just were doing small little renovations, you know, a bathroom renovation here and there and doing some siding and just little things here and there, odds and ends, right? And, and the company actually grew. And we started taking on more like renovation type projects, bigger additions onto homes, extensions. And, you know, we hired, hired more guys and started growing. So it was good. Yeah. And then it kind of unfolded. We got into some difficult times. We kind of got, got in over our head and, you know, pricing our jobs a little too low and our cash flow wasn't there and, and that. So we, Actually, yeah, we had we had some some dark times that we went through as far as you know paying paying bills and and robbing Peter to pay Paul type thing, right? So we actually it, it got into a place where it was pretty 
dark as far as like financially, where we got into court, clients took us to court and we lost a whole bunch of money. And so, yeah, that's kind of where, you know, that's really, it came to the point where we wondered, okay, is this even what we want to do? And we really had to answer that question wholeheartedly, what what we want to do and if this building is for us. So we took a deep, deep look at ourselves, right? And obviously adjusted some things and said, yeah, we still like what we do. We have a deep enough passion for it, but we need to figure out how to run it better and be better and give our clients a a rewarding experience, right? Ultimately, that's what we are trying to look for. And so we going through court and all that, and we actually still at that point, we just still took on a little, maybe more of the smaller jobs. We kind of went back again, just so that we could build up that cash flow and have proper cash flow going. And yeah, and then we started started growing, growing again. But gotcha. Was, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an interesting, interesting time for sure. Yeah, I'm I don't, sure. I don't suggest it. <laughs> yeah, if you can avoid that, do yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess about how many years ago was that where you kind of took that hard look at yourselves and said, hey, do we want to do this or do we not? Yeah, I would say that was about in 2015, 2016 is kind of when we we said, okay, yeah, let's let's go and do this. And we we actually it was only it was a couple of years later we joined with Association of Professional Builders actually. And that's when really things started to change for us where we opened up our eyes to, you know, being aware of our financials and being knowing where the business is going and understanding, okay, who who we are, what we can offer to our clients. And and that's kind of when the whole design build started to come into play. So then that's when my wife actually went to school and got her interior design diploma and because she's she's always had a passion for it too, and from that that point on, that's kind of where we started learning learning more about it and taking not necessarily just being in the business, but running the business, right? Being able to get yourself out of just working on site, but actually now being in the office and looking at okay, what's coming down the pipe, and are we making sure we're meeting these clients' expectations and you know, our marketing, advertising, all, all that kind of stuff. Right. So that's where we, that's where we learned and and developed and it's been rewarding since. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. It sounds like a turnaround for sure. So, so is your dad still involved in the business? No, he, he's not anymore. No, he decided to retire about that time, actually in about 2015 or so. That's kind of when he said, well, enough of this. And he wanted to just kind of retire and enjoy the retired life. So yeah. fair enough. Yeah. So yeah. Well, it sounds like a lot of change happened kind of in that, you know, 2015 time period. And yeah, you've been kind of building building everything up since then. Yeah. yeah. What do you what do you think, you know, thinking about your journey from kind of start to where you are now, what do you think surprised you most about being in business for yourself? Yeah, I think. Well, I guess that's kind of a twofold. I was surprised how quickly we failed at it. (laughs) (laughs) And then, but I also am surprised how quickly we recovered from it and, and actually how enjoyable it really is. Honestly, it's just, 
I never really knew I'd love getting to go to work and really do enjoy what I do. Um, And that's, you know, we're pretty fortunate to say, I'm fortunate to say that, and you know, that we love, love building dreams into a reality, right? For our clients and seeing their face and their, they love their home. That's so rewarding for us, for sure. That's cool. I like how you position that because I feel like business is just a lot of failing forward. You're just failing, failing, failing. And you just, you know, obviously the goal is to like minimize the failures or make sure they're not like orders of magnitude so, so large. Yeah. But it's very much like that quote about the man in the arena, right? Like I'd, I'd rather be in the arena getting beat up and tossed around than just being a spectator and kind of doing yeah. that. So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's just like the whole I'm type of person, I love growth. Right. And I mean, I'm maybe just wired that way, but I know some people don't. And, but for me, it's the enjoyable part is growing and, and always seeing, you know, you put this time in and then you can see the growth and, and the reward. And I think that's what gets, gets me up in the morning, right. Is knowing that we can grow today. We're not perfect by any stretch. We're not, we're not completely amazing at what we do, but we learn from our mistakes and we, we try to be better every single day. And that's, that's what I enjoy. Yeah, for sure. yeah, yeah, that's cool. Hey guys, I know that if you listen to Builder Funnel Radio, you are hyper aware of the fact that the way people shop and buy, it's changed dramatically over the years. And for the last 10 years, really since I started doing all this, helping my uncle's remodeling division scale up from about 2 million to 10 million, we've been helping remodelers and builders and contractors all over the country really refine their marketing systems. And I recently decided to kind of bottle all of that up into my first book. And that book is called The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. And you can pick up a copy by going to the website, remodelermarketingblueprint.com. You can also search for it on Amazon or wherever books are sold online. But I highly recommend you go over to the website because we've got some cool book bonuses that go along with that if you pick up a few extra copies for your friends and colleagues or your teammates. So it would mean a lot to me if you've been listening to this podcast for a while or even just a few episodes, if you've ever gotten any value out of it, head over to remodelermarketingblueprint.com and snag your copy today. All right, let's get back to the show. Speaking of growth, I guess, like based on where you guys are at today, you know, where are you trying to go in the next like three to five years? Yeah, we want to, <laughs> we have big, big, it's called the uh, BHAG actually. And it's a, it's a thing that I've learned from APB too. It's big, hairy, audacious goals. And we have, we have those big, big goals set out that are like, okay, this is not even going to be possible. And where we live and, and what kind of goals we're, setting is this even going to happen but you know i think you have to have those and and this that's vision right and if you don't have vision then you're not going to grow and you're not going to strive towards anything right so for us you know our we want to and this might sound a little weak to to some some builders but for us you know we want to be building you know 25 homes a year in in our area now we have our, where we live, there's 18,000 people in our in our community. So we're the only builder this year that has had a permit issued to build a new home in our city. So 
one that's one in in our area so we we need to expand out or or move to a different city or or what but you know to try to try to do that you know it it can happen but it's just a goal right and it's something that we can push towards so yeah yeah that's cool yeah. yeah and and i think when you set that vision out and you you know it starts like the path starts to form in front of you and just you know, you saying that you said, well, we might have to expand our footprint. And like, if you didn't set the goal at 25, you wouldn't expand your footprint and you wouldn't grow. So it That's exactly makes right. sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, has there been any like weird or wacky client stories or crazy projects that you've bumped into over the years? I feel like there's always a one or two of those floating around. Well, we just, we did a, a project here a couple of years ago and it's, it's on our website there, but this project was a, a renovation and they, it was the building is an old 1876 building. And it was actually, a, they, they didn't deem it as a heritage building, but it, it, it well could have been. And we, we came in there, we worked with the client on the design and we essentially ripped the roof off of this, this old building, put a second story up on it, gave it a three-car garage. And it's so unique and, and different. And it was, it was fun to do, do something like that. It's totally out of the, you know, out of the norm. And that's what I like about remodeling too, is, is you're, you're dealing with, you know, typically an older building and you know, renovating it and repurposing it, right? And this building was totally that. And you still were able to keep the old the old look and the old character to it. And I think that that's worth so much, right? So it was it was fun. Yeah. That was uh that was a neat, neat project for sure. That's cool. Something that we don't experience up here in Saskatchewan too much, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is true. I mean, you really, you, the types of projects that you get involved in, in this business are just so wide ranging, you know, and every once in a while you get one of those, it's like, oh yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and you get attached to it, right? Like it's mm -hmm. totally for me, I, you know, it's like, oh man, I have to hand these keys over and it's, <laughs> it's like breaking, breaking up with your girlfriend or something, right? It's so sad and here you go. Here's the keys, and you're happy for them, but at the same time, you're like, "Oh man, I just want to keep working here." <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah. Well, uh, well, in thinking about like growing the business, and you mentioned some of your aspirations, your BHAG. I guess, what do you think has been the toughest part of growing the business so far? I think anytime, like when you think about growth, and you have to evaluate where you're at right now. And I think that's probably one of the toughest things to do is to actually look in the mirror and say, okay, this is where our business is at. And how are we going to get to where we want to be? <laughs> and really, we shouldn't be here right now. We should be actually already at point B, but we're still at point A. And it's trying to trying to accept that. And, and, and I guess maybe you know, try not to be so down on yourself and beat yourself up either. But that's, that's always, always a tough thing for me is just looking, okay, we're here, but, oh man, I have so much vision. And I want to do so much. And how is this all going to look? And, you know, when you don't get there and you're not there right away, that's always, always a little bit of a challenge, but yeah, you know, it's not, you don't quit, right. It's not, not, you can't, you know, look at it and say, well, throw the towel in or anything like that, but it's just 
taking it and and really saying, okay, yeah, a reality check, right? That's that's the toughest thing sometimes and saying, you know, we're we're only here, but we need to be actually there and try to be accountable to yourself, right? Yeah. So yeah, I I agree with that a lot and resonate with it. I feel like it's so easy to think you should have been further along, you know, basically yeah. you're like, oh, I have all this knowledge. I've already made, like learned these things. Like we should be further ahead. I read a book recently that that's really helped with that mindset and it's called oh, yeah. The Gap and the Gain. And the oh, gap yeah. is the basically the gap between where you are and where you're trying to go. And basically it's what they say in the book is, you know, you made up this destination in your head. And so you can't beat yourself. Like it's an arbitrary destination until you get there. And so until you get there, like it's just this, this gap that is in your mind. And obviously you're working to close the gap, but if you can reframe and look at the gain, which is where did you used to be five years ago and where are you now? It, it puts you in a state of gratitude for how much progress you've made. And then, and then you can keep moving forward. And, you know, for so sure. it's for this sure. weird balance, and, but it's helped me a little bit because I also feel like, ah, oh, we should be a lot further than we are. And yeah, know, yeah. It's a no, natural I, tendency of business owners. So yeah, maybe for sure. And yeah. I think maybe like, that's kind of, like you said, that's something that's made up in your head because what does being there look like? And, you know, if I look at where we were five, six years ago, <laughs> and where we are today, it's night and day difference. It's totally night and day difference. And that's so true to keep that in mind of, yeah. you know, sometimes it's okay to look at your past and, and reflect, right? So Yeah, I think so. It, it allows you to be grateful. And obviously you don't want it to make you complacent. So I think there is this oh. like tug between two, but for sure, uh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Well, I'm curious, what's, what's your read on like the industry and the economy moving forward, you know, the rest of this year, what's your sense of it based on what you're seeing in your area and, and that sort of thing? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Actually, it was yesterday in Canada, the Bank of Canada hiked interest rates up 1%. So up one more point, I should say. And over COVID, I know a lot of the industry has just been flat out. People haven't been traveling or, you know, have been staying in their homes and everything. And it's been crazy. But I get sometimes I, and I don't mean to be doom and gloom or anything like that, but I wonder, okay, where, where is this going? And, you know, you got to make sure that the, the biggest thing is it doesn't swing the other way. And, and the biggest challenge I think we're going to have is trying to keep keep the momentum going and because as interest rates go up and and you know lumber prices aren't really changing a whole lot you know that's going to be that's going to be a challenge i think in the next couple years is making sure that the work is still out there and making sure that people are getting what they want right and in the budget they want right so Hopefully, hopefully that all turns out, and we, we, it, it's not a, not a, not going to happen, and then we keep the momentum going. But this person, person really never knows, right? This industry, especially nowadays. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so tough to predict, and yeah, I, I feel like I pay really close attention to all this stuff, and you still like you nobody knows and you just do the best you can with the information you have and you know yeah for sure moving forward so yeah yeah. well todd just to to wrap up any like 
final words of wisdom or anything that you would pass along to other, you know, design builders, remodelers out there, you know, that are running businesses? I think one of the most important things as a as a business owner is knowing your numbers and knowing like your key performance indicators, like your revenue and your gross profit and gross margin, fixed expenses, all all those things are so important as far as running your business. Because if you're not aware of that, then then you need to need to really sit down and look at that because that's what's going to be your driving force and knowing okay what kind of what kind of profit you're getting after a job uh, is kind of like saying yes you can buy this new tool or new truck or whatever whatever the case may be right so making sure that you know those those numbers and and following them so yeah, I, I think that's great advice. You know, if the numbers aren't working, then it's you're not gonna be in business for long. So yeah, no. that's super sound advice. Well, Todd, I really appreciate you joining me today. And yeah, thanks so much for sharing your story. You bet. Thanks so much for having me, Spencer. Appreciated this. This is great. Thanks for tuning in to Remodeler Stories. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave us a review. Every month we pick a winner and send out a free copy of my book, The Remodeler Marketing Blueprint. Just leave a review over on iTunes to enter to win. See you next time.